Good morning and welcome to Celebration Church. Let's all stand together, shall we, as our campuses join via the video signal. And let's recite together the Apostles' Creed. This is our statement of faith. This is who we are, what we believe at Celebration Church. We believe in God, the Father Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who for us and for our salvation was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead, and on the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the fellowship of believers, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. You may be seated. Good to have you with us at uh, Celebration Church today. I trust that uh, the service has been meaningful to you and for you at, uh, so far. Um, today is, is a little bit different. We're now finally into the summer season uh, in Wisconsin. June, July, August is pretty much our summer. And uh, so everybody's kind of taking a little bit of time. We slow down, kind of relax a bit more, a little more time at the cabin or this, that, and the other. And hopefully... Uh, you will continue to stay connected to the church during this time. Still go to church. Don't use summer as a reason not to go to church if you can't be here. You know, be sure to uh, tune in uh, via the uh, internet and you can be part of the service that way and continue to support your church financially. Just because you can't be here, certainly you can continue to support the church. And, uh, you know, it's not like the bills quit coming in this summer because they do. Uh, if you haven't done it uh, so that you have an automatic giving thing, uh, go online or check with the church or whatever. They can set you up uh, so that you can uh, do the automatic giving. That really makes it easy for everybody. Uh, but anyway, just to keep all of that in mind, I'm just a bit more casual today than normal now that it is summer. And today I'm doing uh, something a little bit different. Uh, I'm going to take a little slowdown time myself. Uh, I'm now done traveling all over Kingdom Come for the next two months, and I don't have to go back out again until toward the end of August, so I'm glad to be home and just enjoy life with family and friends and reconnecting with some of you guys, uh, but I still have the responsibility of the church and stuff, uh, but what I'm doing is kind of a, a mini break today. I'm not going to actually preach. You're going to hear from me. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to play for you an interview that I did uh, a couple of years back that I never played for the congregation and, uh, and just share this interview with you. Uh, it's a pretty funny interview, but uh, in the midst of all the giggles and stuff like that, there's a very serious message and that is this. We need to learn to rejoice even in the middle of terrible circumstances. Now, that doesn't mean there aren't times where people are really suffering. And I'm sure there's some of you listening to me right now that uh, life is not a lot of giggles and fun for you. That's not, not really the point of the message. Sometimes there's those times where we cry and we're really struggling. But the Bible says, he turns my morning, not the early a.m. morning, but the crying morning, turns my morning into dancing. My tears into joy. You might be crying this morning, but I promise you, if you will hang on and continue to trust God and learn to let go of the cares of this life, and as I share in this video, to learn to let go and to let God, you will get to a place of joy. And finally, to point out the fact that this is a decision. 
Uh, you choose how you will react to stuff. We all have struggles at times. Again, I'm not trying to be insensitive for those of you who are really struggling. But at some point in life, we just need to make the decision. You know what? I'm going to be content. I'm going to trust God. And I'm going to be happy. So let's roll the uh, interview. And then I'll come back at the end and wrap it up. Tell me, tell me how to laugh our way to a better marriage. Oh, you got to laugh or you cry. Yeah. <laughs> it can be a little painful. It is, you know, but it's good for us. It's, you know, one thing that God is trying to teach us all is to learn how to die to ourselves. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and, and when you read the scriptures, it's, it's hard not to come away with the sense that God wants to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> but not the physical you, but the selfish part of you. Come on right. now. You know, pick up your cross, lay down your life. And there is no more perfect institution designed to kill you than marriage. <laughs> Be because you can't do it and stay selfish. Right. And, and you've got to learn to give and go with the flow and stuff. And sometimes it's great. And sometimes it's wonderful. And sometimes, oh, Lord, Jesus, help me. <laughs> you know, but we get trials and stuff like that. My wife, Debbie, she's here with yes. me tonight. And okay. she was, she's, uh, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's a saint. What's that? She's a saint. She's yeah. a, anybody married to me is a saint, That's man. Right. I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> but uh, she just finished uh, chemotherapy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, she was going uh, with breast cancer and stuff like that, and they, they zapped her, and they said it's all gone, so praise God. Praise Amen. After that. So, so she just finished last week, you know, so I thought this would be great to come out to California, kind of chill out and yeah. kind of recover from it all and stuff like that and, and have a good time. But, uh, you know, sometimes God puts you, you know, sometimes he shows up in miraculous ways. Just boom, changes stuff. Right. And I think that's the norm, to be honest with you. I think God just changes stuff. But sometimes he just sticks you in the oven, man, and cranks up the heat. Yes, he does. It's called the testing of your faith is what it is. It's not fun. Nobody likes it. You know, but so we just thought, you know, we're just going to go through this. We're going to trust God through it and, and, and smile and laugh even in the midst of icky. Yeah. Okay. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, so check it out. All right. Okay. So, so my wife starts taking chemo. She is sicker than a dog. Sick, 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 scary sick. Okay. And they got her drugged up with all kinds of stuff. And she's in bed, just, just really doing bad, okay? So, uh, so I got up uh, Sunday morning after she started taking this chemo and stuff. She's just totally, totally out of it. And, and I go back in the bathroom, you know, for my morning, you know, devotions or something back yeah. there. You know what I'm talking about? My got it. Morning constitutional. <laughs> praise God, all right? So I'm back there and I close the door and stuff like that. So I'm off back there. Well, I have this brother who's been staying with me, okay, a younger brother, who his wife had kicked him out of the house. You know, okay. all right. So he was having a hard time. He was supposed to be there for like, you know, six weeks and nine months later, he's still there. Okay. Okay. So he's living in the basement. We call him the basement troll. Okay. Okay. But he's out, you know, he's just depressed and struggling stuff. And I'm yelling at him, dude, you need to snap out of it. You know, apparently yelling at depressed people don't help. <laughs> who, who would have thought? You know, so apparently I wasn't ministering to him. Is he watching tonight? <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. Who cares? Anyway, yeah. so, so, anyway she, so, he's, so he's going so bad, and he'd gone like a week without sleep or something. So he finally has this complete break with it. He gets real manic and starts hallucinating and stuff like that. I don't know anything about this stuff, okay? Also, in the middle of the night, apparently he just totally loses it. So he comes upstairs, and he's in the kitchen, and he's yelling at me and threatening me. Of course, I'm not there, Okay? Because he's like a doo 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 over there. So my wife wakes up and she hears him threatening to kill me. So she freaks out and she calls 911. And says, And you're in the can? I'm in the can, okay? 
to my to my wife. She's the police. You know, gotta come. He's gonna kill my husband. So so anyway, she's got all this all for you. So I come out of the you know yeah. you know wearing yeah. nothing but a t-shirt and a smile. <laughs> <laughs> and she looks at me and goes, "What are you doing here?" I said. I live here. <laughs> yeah. Like, I thought you were in the kitchen with your brother. He's, he's going to kill you. So, okay, now I think she's hallucinating. Because she's taking all these drugs and stuff, right? And I think she's like totally out of it. You know, so, and she says, well, the police are here. So we quick run outside and, you know, just, well, no, I put some pants on first. I <laughs> quick run outside. But anyway, I went outside. And uh, so the cop says, is your brother trying to kill you? And, and, you know, I'm looking at my wife, I look at the cop, I look at my wife, look at the cop, and I said, look, she's been taking a lot of drugs, and she's not feeling good. And stuff. Now, now, you should see the look, you, you know the look the yeah. wives give you, yeah. the look like, oh, that's the look, you know? You ought to see that look when you're trying to tell a cop your wife is crazy right in front of you, all right? That, that is not a good look, is what I'm telling you. So she's like, and I'm, I said, man, she's not feeling good. She's been taking drugs and stuff. Because I think she's hallucinating the whole thing. Because she's like been totally out of it. Just like, all right. So, so all of a sudden, all of a sudden, cop cars, squad cars start zooming in. You, 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 you. And all these cops start running around the house. They got the guns pulled out. They're going, and they yell, he said he's going to blow the place up. And then it dawns on me, he really did lose it. Because oh. he, apparently he's called the cops and said he's going to blow up the house. Oh. And then I go, oh, no. And my wife looks at me, I told you. You know, like, ah, you know. So, so, so dude, check it out. It's oh, Sunday morning. There's Before police all over my house with guns pulled out. And all I can think is, oh, good Lord, what do the neighbors think? <laughs> <laughs> I knew that pastor had a crack house in there. I knew that something. <laughs> I knew, I know that. There's something wrong with that boy. He's doing drugs or something in there. I'm like, oh, good Lord. The police, they got guns and stuff. And, and this cop comes up to me and says, sir, do you have any explosives in the house? And I'm going, who has explosives in the house? What kind of question is that? Do you, do you have any explosives in the house? I said, no, man, he's just crazy. Go get him. <laughs> so they finally got him in, and they took him away. He's much better now. <laughs> but uh, so, uh, so we laughed so hard from that. I mean, that was, that was high entertainment in our house, okay? And, uh, you know, Are you and, driving to a point? Yeah, the yeah, point okay, is this. Okay, all right. Lighten up. <laughs> Lighten up! Everybody takes everything so seriously. You know, you got to learn to laugh. Yes. Just laugh, man. If you don't laugh, you go crazy. <laughs> Just lighten up, laugh. And some, you get, people say, well, how do you laugh? You know, like you can teach it, laughing lessons or something. You know? <laughs> so laugh, you know, happiness is a choice. Yeah. You got to choose to be happy. So my life stinks. Well, that's funny. <laughs> you know, I mean, just, just, just lighten up. You know, uh, my mama just died. Okay, that's this, I'm really depressing y'all, but it's okay. <laughs> she, you know, she's better off now. You can't say that when people no. are laughing. You oh no, it's okay. My mom no, died. no, she just died. We just had the funeral, and, and she wanted to be uh, cremated, and, and we had, we called it mom in the box. So I had mom in the box, and it was she was very nice to get along with. It was very good, and uh, and we had the funeral. And you should have seen the funeral. 
In my family, that was the funniest funeral you ever saw in your life. I, I had tears just streaming. I, I wasn't sad. It was so funny because, because I'm just one of many crazy people in my family. <laughs> they, they all got up there to tell us. It was, you know what? We just choose to be happy because yeah. we got something to be happy. You know, you may not understand why things are going on, yeah. but we have a God in heaven that we know loves us and cares about us. Just be happy <laughs> all the time, miserable and sad and moaning and groaning. Oh, <laughs> just these are married people. <laughs> just there's somebody's happy over there. Praise God. <coughs> you you got it. You know what? Moses got in front of the people and said. Your medication over there. Yeah. Mo <laughs> Moses got in front of the people and said, I set before you today life and death. Yeah. You know what he had to tell them? Choose life. Yeah. yeah. Now, what's amazing is he had to tell them that. Yeah. yeah. You lay before me life and death, I'm pretty much picking life. Yeah. yeah. But he said, I set before you life and death. And then he had to tell them, choose life. So they're thinking, hmm, life, death, life, death. <laughs> Well, well, he said choose life, okay? So, here's your sign. We need to take her with us. Gloria. I like, you see those people on the front row. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a plan. It's yeah. a plan. Yeah. It's a plan. We pay people like that. Yeah. Right. See, see me afterwards, all right? But so, so, so Moses told the people, choose life. Yeah. Life and death. So what I tell people, you can either freak and cry and moan, yeah. or you can laugh. Choose laugh. Yeah. Choose laugh. Lighten. You know what it's like living with somebody so close and stuff like that? I mean, there's times you drive each other crazy. I get it. But at some point, you've got to just, just relax. And don't be so intense. And just live life. And don't be so narcissistic. Oh, Lord. You know why some people are so miserable? It's because marriage, you can't do it and stay selfish. Right. You can't do it. It's impossible. Marriages only end for one reason, and one reason only. Somebody gets selfish. That's all it is. And we need to learn to just die to ourselves, let go, and let God. Yeah. Just let go and let God. <laughs> now, people say, well, my husband doesn't make me happy. Well, get a hobby. <laughs> you know, just... <laughs> You know, <laughs> no, seriously, because and, and let, me, let me pick on the women here because y'all are real guilty. <laughs> so these single girls that get married. OK, they think that some man is going to make them happy. Yeah. Say, I just pass. I know some man's going to make me happy. I just... <laughs> <laughs> Hello, stop the drugs. Man going to make you happy. You know, have you heard this? You know, a man is supposed to meet all the emotional needs yeah. of a wife. Who said that? They should, they should beat that guy to death. There is not a man on the face of the earth designed to meet all the emotional needs of a woman. That's right. It, it just doesn't happen. But we tell them that. We think we're helping them. A man should meet all the emotions. Are you crazy? You can't do it.
Well, women say, what should I do? Get a friend. <laughs> Get a dog. Volunteer. <laughs> Go to church. Do something. <laughs> but they think that. They think he's supposed to meet all the emotional needs of my life. So they stick a straw in his brain and they suck his brain dry. <laughs> and he's going, ah! And they, man, just relax. Working too hard. You know, life isn't all about you. If you think life is all, and the moon doesn't follow you at night when you're driving either. <laughs> We're breaking all kinds of myths here this morning, this evening. All right, just, it's not about you. You gotta learn to die to yourself, let go and let God. Yeah. And the best way, the best way you do that is, is you, you just, you know, get married. Uh. <laughs> get married and you learn that or, or you die. Yeah. And that's it. But we have. <laughs> ah, praise God. What was I talking about? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but you know what? I mean, a lot of Christian marriages suffer a lot today. Okay. But because, you know, now, now they'll quit laughing and they'll start throwing stuff at me. But uh, it, it's, it's because we have created a very narcissistic version of faith today. That it's all about me. God wow. wants me and me, 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 and I, 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 and I, I. And we, we add to this thing, the way we talk about our faith and stuff. Like it's all about us. Mm -hmm. It's not all about us. Mm -hmm. He loves us, thank God. You know what? But it's not just about you. You know, and even the phrases we use, you know, stuff like, you know, God loves you just the way you are. I know preachers who do that, and I say that, I hear them say that, and I know what they're trying to say, but don't say that. <laughs> God doesn't love you just the way you are. God loves you despite the way that you are. <laughs> he does. We need to change. But we think, he loves you just the way I am, I don't got to do nothing, yeah. you know? No, no, no. We, we need to change. We need to die to ourselves. And the best way to practice this stuff is in your marriage, because this is the one place you do it. Yeah. Because you really know if you're living this stuff, if you can live it in your home. Yeah. See? Because some of y'all, you know, in church, you are the sweetest people on earth. <laughs> <laughs> you are, till we get you home. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and the devil comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Couples are looking at each other, you know, just, and then, and then we encourage, not, not only sometimes in, in the way that we make faith so much about us, when it should be more about God and, 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 and community, and, and then the culture in which we live tells people to be just all narcissistic about themselves, and, mm. and one of the worst pieces of advice you hear from people talking about marriages, be honest with how you feel. You just, you just have to be honest with how you feel. So people go home, they just emotionally vomit all over each other. <laughs> the nicest people in the world until they get home. <laughs> because, you know, I have been married for almost 40 years. People say, Pastor, how have you been married for 40 years? I say, it's because we are not honest with how we feel. <laughs> sure there are mornings my wife wakes up, looks at me, and is convinced she's been blessed by God. I'm sure this morning she wakes up and is convinced she married the spawn of hell. 
I'd rather not hear that. Good morning will suffice. You know, you're not obligated to share everything you feel. Good Lord, only in marriage are we so stupid. Can you imagine the people did that tomorrow morning on going to work on based on how they feel? Calling up their boss, say, boss, listen, I'd, I'd really love to come to work today, but <laughs> I'm really not feeling it. <laughs> and I don't think it would be fair to you if I came to work right now, because you'd get fired. Yeah. You know, anybody who's good at anything has learned to be good uh. because they don't listen to how they feel. Yeah. Wow. It's true. Wow. wow. You know, your son just finished... Uh, Film, film school, school and stuff like that. These, these guys who do the, they, they don't ask, who goes to school and asks themselves if they feel like studying? Yeah. yeah. You know, the ones who do, the ones who flunk out. Yeah. yeah. You don't ask, you know, guys who can play the piano, musicians, these guys up there singing and killing it like they're doing it. Man, they, they give themselves to something and they work it and they work wow. it and they work it. They don't, wow. they don't run everything through the filter of feelings. But wow. when we come to relationships, marriage, dating, all that stuff, Hollywood has convinced us you've got to run wow. everything through the filter of feelings. And if you do that, you will be a disaster. Wow. wow. Because your feelings are not, they're the most dishonest part of you. Yeah. Why would you be honest with the most dishonest part of you? Sometimes your feelings are fabulous. Sometimes, you know, you're struggling. Sometimes you want to bless your husband. Other times you're having dreams of suffocating him. <laughs> <laughs> With a pillow in his sleep. Oh, God, bless him. Bless him, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's, he's still moving. Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't live by how you feel. <laughs> this isn't all about you. God loves you. He died for you. I get it. All, but it's, at the end of the day, this is about him. Yes. Wow. And family and, and living, you know, having something bigger and more important than you. Your family should be more important than you. Yeah. Your marriage should be more important than how you feel. Believe it or not. I mean, this, but this is true in any area of life. Goodness gracious. Can you imagine a soldier on the front line? <laughs> And the sergeant yells, charge! One of the soldiers gets up and says, listen, guys, I, I'd love to charge. I really would. <laughs> Look, I, I'm very pro-charging. I've, I've been practicing charging with you for some time now. But I don't think it would be fair to you if I charged at this time because I'm not feeling it. No. They'd shoot him in the head! Good Lord! <laughs> Only in marriage. Feelings, 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 feelings. Oh. It's, it's not... You've oh. got to understand, the institution is bigger than you. Wow. Your commitment to each other is bigger than how you feel. Wow. Your commitment to your children is bigger than how you feel. That's, that's what a good parent is. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but we've got to learn. It needs to be him. We need to let go. We need to let God. This isn't all about me. You know, I had some guy here in California tell me, you know, he said, I, I walked out of my wife and children because they weren't treating me with respect. He said, what do you think of that? He said, I think you need to go back to your wife and children. <laughs> and he looked at me and said, but doesn't God want me to be happy? He said, who told you that? <laughs> God wants you to be holy. He wants you to be blessed. He wants you to succeed. But how many times, you know, when you're doing the right thing, doesn't always make you happy. Yeah. 
You know, have you ever fasted? That's a lot of fun. <laughs> about the third day, you think you're going to die. <laughs> Me, about 30 minutes, I think I'm going to die. Ah, ah, I haven't eaten in 30 minutes. What am I going to do? <laughs> you know, sometimes we're asked to do things that are the right things, even though it doesn't feel good. You know, when Peter was being crucified upside down, that was a bad day for him. Yeah. All right? People used to be thrown to the lions and stuff and suffering for their faith. There's people in other parts of the world right now. They suffer terribly for their faith. Yeah. They're not happy. Not everything about doing the right thing makes you happy. Wow. wow. If you do what makes you happy, oftentimes it will be the wrong thing. Wow. You've got to get this thing, you know, it isn't about you all the time. <laughs> Something more important. If we can learn to start living beyond me... You, you said, I am in physical pain, okay? I mean, seriously, my mouth hurts, my stomach. You, you said uh, right at the beginning of, right after you got done with the story about your crazy brother and your wife and, and, wife, and yeah. the explosives in the house yeah. and all that, the, uh, that most marriages end because someone got selfish. You get selfish. You get selfish. I want what I want, and if I can't have what I want, I'll go get it. I'll leave you and go get it, or I'll go, you know, be with some bimbo and get it from her, or, you know, or whatever the thing is. And, and it's a disaster. And people really think that it is their God-given right to be happy at all costs. Yeah. Wow. And, and it's not. Yeah. Okay? Now, here's the thing. If you will truly surrender and let go, you will be happy. Yes. See, Jesus gave this parable. Remember this parable? He says, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, dies. it remains alone. Right? Boy, doesn't that sound like a bunch of Christians? Yeah. Huh? They're alone. You know, pastor, pastor, it's so dark in here. <laughs> I can hardly move, pastor. <coughs> I keep breathing in dirt. <coughs> because you're a seed. You're in the ground. Right? What should I do? Die already, for heaven's sake! <laughs> Be because <laughs> the most miserable Christian in the world is the one that won't die. Wow. Come on. You got to let go and let go. <laughs> so I thought God loved me just the way I am. That's a Billy Joel song. <laughs> that ain't the Bible, all right? He loves you, period. Don't add all that other stuff to it. Good Lord. If you will die, Jesus said new life will come. And anybody who's done it, who's truly surrendered, you thought you were going to die. You thought the end was going to come, and you let go, and you let God, and all of a sudden life bursts out of you and go, wow, this is awesome. But it hurts. It's, it's painful to die. It, it's painful to die, you know. Everybody wants to go to heaven, just nobody wants to die. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's, and, and do you know why God wants us to die to ourselves? Because dead people are very easy to get along with. <laughs> <laughs> they are. You, you can ignore them, they don't care. <laughs> you can poke them with a stick and never hit you back. There's, it's, you know, we just need to die, not physically die. <laughs> I don't want to be someone killing themselves. I'm talking about dying to themselves, to that, yeah. that, that selfish part of yes. you. 
let it go. Just let it go. Say, Pastor, it hurts. Yes, yes, just die. <laughs> die and let it go and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. God will bring you life. Hallelujah. <laughs> wow. Without question, the key to true joy is to learn to be content no matter what our circumstances. Paul said that when he said, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. We all love that verse, right? A lot of people quote it as I can do anything verse. And there are I can do anything verses, but that's not really one of them. That's not what that means. What he's talking about is I can handle any circumstance because I've learned the secret of being content. If you're struggling today, I hope that the service is meaningful to you, that this message at some level is an encouragement to you to just decide, you know what? Things are not the way I want it. I'm not where I'm going to, where I'm at, but I am going to continue to grow in my faith and trust God. And I'm just going to choose, even in the midst of a lot of pain and stuff, I'm going to learn to be content. And I'm going to learn to experience the joy of God, even in the midst of some of my pain and struggles. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for your word and for your truth and for encouragement to look at our circumstances and make the decision that we're going to trust you in the midst of even sometimes horrible circumstances. It doesn't mean that everyone listening to me this morning is in a place where they can laugh about much of anything today, but even in the midst of those moments, there's choices that need to be made. Help us to choose to let go and to let God. We thank you for this. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you guys and have a great day.